welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2023 GMC Yukon Denali, a very nice one. You can take a look at this Denali on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, we're over there. Why don't you head over to our Facebook page? Click that like button. Then we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Yukon in just one second, but first we have to pay the bills. Gear up with road and track and car and driver. Head to shop.roadandtrack.com to shop apparel and gear made specifically for the modern enthusiast. Whether you're looking for a sweatshirt to keep you warm as you cruise with a top down or a leather keychain to keep your keys in check, there's something for every gearhead. Visit shop.roadandtrack.com and hit the road in style. And John, you're here today because you drove this 23 Yukon Denali and uh, you have a lot of thoughts about it. John, how was your day and how was this freaking Yukon? Uh, hey, Wes, how are you? Uh, honestly, I, you know, I didn't just drive this Yukon Denali, ultimate package, by the way. Um, I didn't just drive it. I took a family of four on a holiday road trip from New York to Chicago and back, a distance of almost 1,600 miles by the time we were done. And uh, yeah, I got a lot of thoughts about it. We had a great time. It's an ideal vehicle for a family road trip in a lot of ways. And in other ways, it left us a little, it was a little lacking, honestly. And, uh, of course, you're John Griswold, and you took your family to Wally World. That said, uh, Mr. Griswold, uh, you take us on a quick little walk around of this Yukon. We're going to go to that right now. A 2023 GMC Yukon Denali Ultimate Package. This particular one and has an MSRP that starts at $101,550. It's a full-size SUV, similar to a Chevrolet Tahoe or a Cadillac Escalade. And this one has the shorter wheelbase with the smaller rear cargo hold. A bit more nimble on the highway, but doesn't have quite the cargo space that the larger model would have. It's basically a GMC Sierra pickup that's enclosed with a much plusher interior and a smoother suspension. We're taking a family of four from New York City to Chicago and back. Round trip of about 1,600 miles. We're bringing four roller suitcases, carry-on size, so not too big. And they fit pretty well in the rear cargo hold stacked up here. That said, there's not a lot of room here for anything else. Maybe some soft-sided bags and a couple of coats and jackets, but that would be about it in the rear cargo hold. You may be able to hear the 6.2 liter V8 the rumble emanating from the dual-tipped stainless steel exhausts. This one also has the tow package and features active automatic four-wheel drive with a two-speed transfer case. It's automatic, switches back and forth as it needs. Same with the air ride suspension. It's four-corner adaptive. You can hear it settling and leveling itself after you park. And these settings are customizable. You can lower it to allow easier entry and entry exit for passengers. You can raise it for when you're traveling off-road. Opening it up, climbing inside the cockpit. This interior is plush. It's really inviting, totally comfortable. The leather seats are heated and cooled in the front, and the second row captain's chairs are also heated for comfort for passengers. It's got a Bose 18-speaker stereo system. that. Uh, 16-way power front seats with massagers that were a lifesaver on the long haul. These things uh, really just, they really do make the long haul a lot more comfortable. Keeps the blood flowing on the backside, if you know what I'm saying. 
and the rear seat media with the 12 inch, 12 and a half inch screens on the back of both driver headrests. Now, functionality with these things has always been a bit wonky for me. Uh, I'm a, firmly in Generation X. Uh, you know, anyone in my age group or, you know, boomers are definitely going to have problems actuating and act using these devices. I had trouble hooking them up and nothing, you can't Bluetooth your AirPods to it or anything like that. All right, we're going to take a ride. Exciting stuff. Uh, John, quick question. So you, admittedly, there were some struggles with cargo space that tends that you know that's just the name of the game with these full-size semi-full-size uh tahos and yukons with the third row up etc but uh cabin space how was it inside the cabin did your kids uh, enjoy the second row i'm assuming there was no third row uh action considering the third row is admittedly tight uh yeah you know Wes, the, the cabin itself is really roomy and spacious from the driver's seat and from the captain's chairs in the second row there's plenty of room especially in the second row to stretch your legs out the little one the 11 year old did get in the back row the third row and slept back there for a couple of hours but honestly Wes, she's 11 and she could not even stretch out all the way so it's pretty cramped back there and i got back there just for a little bit to see how it was for myself and there is absolutely zero in the way of uh floorboard space you know uh i again uh as i said i could see one adult back there for like a road for like a run to the airport or a ride around town or something but for road trips and stuff yeah in retrospect my wife and i after we got home wished we had just folded the seat down and used it for cargo because there the seat itself was pretty useless on the road trip John, you actually took this out on a little drive. So we can go to that right now to see how this thing is in motion. Okay, I'm out on the road. I'm cruising up the FDR drive in the GMC Yukon Denali Ultimate package. Listen, this 6.2 liter V8, this thing gets up and moves. It's quiet. It's smooth, but it's got a nice rumble. You can feel it when you kick step on it. When it kicks in, you can really feel it pick up and go and the 10 speed automatic tranny seems to be seamless but enough of that i'm here to talk about super cruise this thing will automatically change lanes and drive for you it works with the adaptive cruise control much like that using a, a combination of you know lane sensors cameras gps and lidar to help detect curves to help detect lane movement, to help detect other vehicles. Turn it on using a little button on the steering wheel. Once you already have your adaptive cruise control on and functional, you press another button for Super Cruise. A green light bar on the top of the steering wheel lights up, letting you know that it's engaged. At that point, you can take your hands off the wheel and your feet off the pedals and let this super cruise drive the vehicle for you now this thing uses and i've noticed two three little lenses on either side of the light bar on this steering wheel and i assume they're probably functional a lot like the face id on your iphone does right it notices when it can see your eyes if it can see your eyes it knows your eyes are on the road ahead if you look away for more than just a few seconds the seat and the wheel start vibrating. A notice pops up on the dash telling you to take control of the vehicle. And if you don't, you get locked out of this thing. 
until you turn the car off and start it again. But if you do, Super Cruise engages again fully, completely, and you are cruising down the road with not a hand on the wheel and not a foot on the pedal. This is remarkable. Folks, this is a game changer. I love this thing. Take on the tail of the dragon and experience the best of bourbon country on Road and Track's Smoky 600 Rally. Join Road and Track for a four-day adventure through Appalachia featuring curated group drives led by editors. Track time, distillery tours, and tastings, and stays at boutique hotels, culminating in a spirited grand finale drive down the tail of the dragon. Visit experiences.roadandtrack.com to reserve your spot today. I talked about this recently with Patrick Crone, but you did something that I have been wanting to do for about three years now. Take a super cruise equipped vehicle on a road road trip. Yeah. Uh, how much easier did this make? How much easier did Super Cruise make your trip? A lot easier, Wes. I'll be honest with you, man. Um, there was one point where my oldest daughter, she's almost 14, was sitting in the front seat with me. And I was driving with her and I had it engaged. And at one point, she looked at me and she's like, Dad, you're not even touching the steering wheel. And I was like, you're right. I'm not. I haven't for a while. I just have to keep my eyes on the road. And she's like, how does that work? And so I had to, I got I didn't have to, but I got to explain it as best I could to her. And uh, that's when I noticed the little lenses on either side of the light bar. The light bar runs from like 10 to 2 on top of the steering wheel, right? And on either side of it, there are three little lenses, kind of like the lenses on the back of your iPhone or your your camera phone. And um, like I said in the recording, I believe it must use some kind of retinal recognition. Uses eye tracking, yeah. Yeah, because as soon as I looked away, the dash would start blinking. And if I didn't look back within just a couple of seconds, then the seat would start vibrating and the steering wheel would start vibrating and a flashing notice came up on the dashboard. And it was like, you better put your hands on the wheel now and look, keep your eyes on the road. And I did, and it would just seamlessly start again. But if I didn't, and this actually happened one time because I was trying to dial up a radio station, um, a little took a little too long, I guess. But uh, it said you were locked. It told me I was locked out. It would not work, and it would not work until the vehicle was shut off and restarted. And uh, it worked great. It it really helped along with uh, the massaging seats, which I mentioned, you know, kept the blood flowing on the backside. Uh, And it helped with fatigue. It allowed me to, like, stretch my back around and, you know, my shoulders and let me reach for things in the cabin that I needed, my, my soda or whatever. And um, it, it made it really, really, it added to the convenience level, right? I mean, that's why you drive a vehicle this large. That's why you drive a vehicle this fully featured is because of these conveniences that make your trip that much more pleasurable. No, totally. Uh, so also, we do need to touch on dynamism a little bit, even though, I mean, nobody is going to be pushing this thing down Big Willow or Button Willow anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> but it's worth noting, how did this thing drive? Uh, it sounded like it was quiet, at least. And with the 22-inch wheels, even with an air suspension, I imagine, low, relatively low-profile tire. So maybe it could be rough on the road a little bit. But h- how was it? It was not rough at all, actually. For such a large vehicle, it, uh, the suspension was fantastic. Um, and you know, some of those roads out in the middle of Pennsylvania nowheresville pennsylvania on i-80 get pretty lonely and pretty beat up with the snow and the salt and the trucks and it just cruised smoothly right along all of them and um the engine power i was really impressed with both the engine power when i stomped on it to pass somebody or get on an on-ramp you know jump on an on-ramp it was able to get up to speed in seconds and slide slot right into traffic um 
there were a few instances where I needed to pass a semi and I had a small hole and I had to jump into it. I was able to do that really quickly and easily. It really drove well. And of course, that 6.2 liter is 420 horsepower and uh, 460 pound feet. Uh, so, I mean, it is uh, surprisingly, you know, and there, we live in an era now where that is uh, not a lot of power somehow, but uh, <laughs> it's, that's, still, <laughs> that's still plenty of oomph to get you down the, the, the old highway. But uh, unfortunately, we're running a little bit low on time, so we got to get to the end. We got to wrap this one up, John. On a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the automobile, and this 23 Yukon Denali is no exception. Uh, so I must ask, I beg, I plead, what is the essence of this GMC Yukon Denali? What's its raison d'etre? Honestly, Wes, I think it's people moving. Whether you're around town and uh, a rideshare driver taking people back and forth to JFK from Manhattan, or whether you're a family that wants to go on long road trips or even Sunday drives, uh, it, it's perfect for hauling passengers, uh, even if it's not ideal for hauling their stuff. And uh, I would say a family of four would be perfect for this type of vehicle for year-round use, no matter what the weather, no matter where you're going, no matter what you need to do. I would like to mention that it has a claimed MPG on the highway of 20. We did about 18 and a half. Yeah, maybe a little bit of an aspirational uh, highway speed. Yeah, and around around town, who cares really? But on a thousand-mile road trip, I definitely think it impacted my wallet. But if you can afford a $101,000 vehicle, uh, based on the compete for this one, I think you can afford that. Uh, but we should touch on the price a little bit. That is a lot of money. Uh, do you think yeah. it's worth almost 2x what the base Yukon costs? I mean, you get a lot of features. The air suspension is probably worth a lot, the interior, etc. But do you think it's worth the squeeze, as it were? Uh, I think it depends on the purchaser, honestly, Wes. If you can afford a, a vehicle that costs six figures and you want a large SUV, for toting passengers, then yeah, the ultimate pack, ultimate do not Denali is the way to go. Uh, but if those creature comforts maybe aren't as important to you, I'd say go for the base model and you know pick and choose a la carte as to what you want. Well, that seems sensible. An even killed, an even killed yeah, answer more. on a on a on a podcast. Who would have thought? That said, John, uh, thank you so much for driving this thing. I uh, really do appreciate it. And listener, if you could hop in your digital. GMC Yukon Denali and head to the Apple Podcast Store or Spotify where you listen to this and drop us a five star. I'd really appreciate it. And while you're still cruising in that digital Denali, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. Then we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. Now, I know I say it's at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Without your, listeners, without your listenership, none of this could be possible. So thank you for listening. <laughs>